0: There they go. Bucky and BK, the greats, man, getting us kicked off and, and ready on our Texas sports unfiltered coverage. Hey, it's a Monday morning celebration, man. We did get the victory over BYU 35-6. to 6. Myself and my partner, Double R, Rodney Rodriguez, welcome you for another edition of Chaos Theory. On Texas Sports Unfiltered. For the next hour, we will be covering your Monday morning quarterback celebration. Yes, Malik Murphy didn't get exactly the 250 to 300 yards that I thought he'd throw and spin it through the air. But he looked pretty damn good considering it was only his eight dropbacks that he had going into that game. We'll break this down a little bit more in full here. We'll also talk about the World Series Game 3 matchup that we got to preview. We've got some NFL stuff that we got to talk about as well. And we got to get you caught up on your weekend. Uh, Matthew Perry died. You guys, big friend, uh, big fans of Friends or whatnot? You know, one of the celebrities that kind of fell this, uh, uh, you know, that passed this past uh, weekend. So we give yeah. a little shout out to him. You know, I don't know if you guys were big Friends watchers or not, but my that was one of my wife's best, you know, favorite movies. So or uh, favorite uh, series. So yeah. uh, one of her best shows. Big shout out to him. So, anyways, man, yeah, I had a great weekend. Fantastic. The cold weather is here. It feels like football finally. Um, but yeah, it got a little bit cold with a knee-jerk reaction
1: we didn't even get a chance to kind of gradually get into this thing man we went from 90 to 40 bro i know it doesn't mess around right i mean it's like there there's no there's no crescendo man it's just a crash (laughs) you you know with all of this you know you're sweating your ass off and then now it's freezing cold i mean but yeah you know kind of back to the the you don't? are you were you bullshitting about tracy not letting you have the heat on no i'm serious I'm dead serious. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I messaged her a while ago. I said, Hey, it's, Come it's on over, 60- man. Be comfortable. Come on over. She's like, I messaged her a while ago. I said, It's 61 degrees in the studio. And she said, Bundle up. I said, okay. Well, I mean, Sounds- usually.
0: You, you want it cooler in the studio because of all the gear and all the equipment yeah, and everything, but when it's 40 yeah. degrees outside, sometimes you got to turn the damn heat on and not let these computer fans make the heat for you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah we'll we'll see what happens. I, I may nut up and turn it on here at some point, but we'll, Let's we'll see what that. happens. Bianca, but, welcome but, to the show, Bianca. Yeah, there Bianca. you go, and, and I've got little Rudy over here on the couch, so it's a star-studded field here. I, I do want to say something right quick um, if you don't mind, Wags, about the Matthew ahead, Perry thing. So, so, obviously, uh, yes, I, I think we all watch that program, uh, probably Probably, speaking of cold probably because of Jennifer Aniston um and her tendency Oh yeah to be cold oh you talking about we
0: back on friends
1: <laughs> yeah man oh, I, I I watched it solely for Ross oh yeah me me too man me, me too <laughs> that, that, no, no here, doubt man. about it but you know the the whole thing is i think with the matthew perry thing the the one thing that i do want people to realize is that dude that dude was struggling for a long time oh yeah um, there were a lot of things that that he was dealing with. He had a lot of demons there. Um, it seemed like he had maybe made the turn right there. And, and, but, but, you know, here he is, what, 54 years old, and he's gone. So I think that that's something that that I do want to tell people look, man, if you need an ear, I mean, we all deal with shit. 100%. I mean, I, I think the wags, I've, I've told you so many times, man, it's one of the things I admire most about you is that, that you, I mean, you, I mean you're you're just a real guy um yeah, and i'm
0: I'm a like you said, you need an ear man i'm I mean, I'm here to listen if, absolutely. if you ever like even for you for anybody out there that's listening to chaos theory, you gotta yeah. you need somebody to talk to, man and no and seriously, like you have no one to talk to I mean it shouldn't even get down to that man call me up dude call call one of our lines up hit me up on a text message yeah. man uh, yeah. dude, I will talk to you bro. I will chop it up with you I can't even shut the hell up half the time, but I'll just sit there and listen that's all I'll do. I'll just listen to you man
1: that's and that's a whole thing and, and you know it all goes back to i mean and i've said this before dude where it's one of the things that i've learned much later in life you know put the ego aside quit being oh, yeah. you know that 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 spanish part of me where it's like nothing phases me you know it's like whatever um i was kind of as i grew up it was like it, it was uh it wasn't okay to be okay but right and that's no, not, that's, not like that,
0: that's a stigma still right like sure um is. Is. mental health is sure. still uh it's okay to talk about the scars that you can see but not the ones that you can't see right and there's so many scars that we have not just as men but i mean as 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 people man we walk around with scars on our you know on our inner on our inner uh, capsules all the time man people can't see sometimes you just got to I, I like to i like to give the analogy of life like a like a cup like a coffee cup right and you got all the problems of life like a drop or like water like liquid entering that cup sometimes mm-hmm. those problems come in doses sometimes they come in little drops right but regardless of those problems, if you don't tip that cup out and let your problems out a little bit, you're going to overflow. So, yeah, pouring it up, you you fill the cup up a lot. But even if you don't dip, even if you don't dip the cup, right, even if you don't tip it just a little bit, even the drops, Rodney, the drops add up, man. Yeah. And even those small problems, and that's what I'm like, small problems equals drops, right? And if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't take care of number one first, you're going to
1: overflow, man, and you can't and- do that. And I think that analogy is great in the sense, Wags, that these days we all drink out of these big coffee cups. I, I mean, man. you know, it used to be you had that small little coffee cup that you drank out of. Now now we all have these big tins. So it fills up real fast. It, and, and, and it don't and matter how much it
0: comes in. You, you, yes. you got to be able to tip it out, man. You got to be able that's to right. talk to somebody. And that's how you tip it out. You talk to somebody, sure. you you know, you get it off your chest, man. You do some type of positive uh you know, positive reinforcement to allow yourself to get it off, man. Mm -hmm. I love it. Great shout out, Rodney. I I love the shout out for mental health, man. Of course, that's what Chaos Theory is kind of like the staple to, right? I mean, both of us, you know, we've all struggled, or hell, not just both of us, but I'm assuming that a lot of us have struggled through our own mental health, man. And hey, uh, Noah, you know, can't be too prideful here, man. That's for sure, dude. We want to make it known that you are. You have an ear of no matter, no matter what time of night or what time of day, man. You can always give us a call or, or shout out That's to right. us, man, and we will get to you. How was your That's football right. weekend, though, my guy?
1: Good football weekend, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, I watch, I, yeah, I, I, I like the star the... on your chest there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, Did you watch, watch the and the Jets game? Hey, how about that, man? The Battle of oh, New oh York, right God, there. God, <laughs> how about what? what'd you think about that, my man? Uh, yeah, the, those guys, uh, God. man, Yeah. Uh, big. Big time football right there uh, with the Battle of New York. (laughs)
0: like like (laughs) high school football for the Giants, man. They couldn't pass a damn thing, dude. Uh, 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 200 yards of of, of 200 yards on the ground, but I think, you know, eight yards, eight yards, or excuse me, seven yards total through the air. So uh, it's just, it's an atrocious, it's an atrocious level, or it's an atrocious state of football for the New York Giants. Here's the thing, like, and I've said this the past couple of weeks: the quality of football is so much better in college football now. And maybe it's been like this the past couple of seasons. I don't feel like professional football has has good quality anymore. Like it's got some decent quarterbacks, but usually you need top tier quarterbacks to drive potential or to drive offensive production, right? And you look around the league, you're seeing a you're seeing a lot a lot of ineptitude at the quarterback position, right? Which is not allowing, uh, you know, offenses to sit there and have, you know, top-end production. And now, my God, like one of the best quarterbacks that was going around in the league just got an Achilles rupture or, or just, you know, <laughs> tore his Achilles. Yeah. So Mr. Primetime himself, uh, yeah. you know, newly arrived Time, Kirk Cousins, he's no longer... Gonna be able to play for the Minnesota Vikings, so they're with with the uh, the trade deadline coming up around you know Halloween tomorrow. And, and, yeah. and, and tomorrow. We got so much landscape that could be shifted in the NFL. We got to keep our eye on this, man.
1: There, we got there, to there's keep a the- lot there's a lot that's going to happen because and and what, what I do like is this year is really special in the sense kind of it's kind of rolling off the baseball theme you know where we talked about how it's been such a great baseball year you know with the game three tonight but you know we've, we've watched the parody in the NFL to where I mean the 49ers and and the Chiefs here in the last couple of weeks it's like you know I made a comment yesterday on on Twitter uh, about the fort, uh about the Chiefs and the and the 49ers kind of struggling or whatever and of course I get all the cowboy hate well don't worry Dallas ain't going nowhere I'm like well, I didn't even mention them. Uh, I mean, you, you have that happening right now. You have a seven and one team in Philadelphia, which is like, yeah, they're and seven they're, and one, and they're but, only
0: getting stronger because they're just acquiring pieces. They're uh, just buying I know, up,
1: I sense. know, and and they're probably going to do something else for the trade deadline. But kind of the same thing you're saying there, wags in college football, to where college football this year you've got that parody as well, where it's like you know somebody oh, yeah. looks lights out and then they go down. So uh, I think uh, it's kind of it's kind of lateral, you know, with both of them. But but you're right with the NFL. I mean, some of this quarterback play. I mean, Will Levis yesterday for the Houston Oilers comes oh, that, in four
0: touchdowns. Are you serious? Four
1: touchdowns, dude. Will four Levis touchdowns.
0: four touchdowns. Uh, 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 touchdowns. Sorry, uh, everybody that was looking for your fantasy stats. I I did not tell you to to start Will Levis. <laughs> My bad. I, as a matter of fact, I told people to start Patrick Mahomes because I thought he was going to have a field day with the Broncos. We well, had the flu. We had the flu. After the fish swimming away with us with the seventy burger on the yeah. Broncos, you you think that the uh, that the Chiefs would be out there and just run shop up on him? I had a nice little stack between Pacheco and uh, and Mahomes yesterday, and it went to shit. It didn't do anything. So yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, sometimes the numbers just jump off at you, Roddy, and then then it you know hell some days they come to duds man it just goes to show you any sunday bro anything can happen man
1: and that's really the thing that we're seeing right now i mean that that parody in there and and i for one love it i mean i really love it i mean and and look at dallas I mean, as a guy that
0: bets on numbers and stuff i'd like the i'd like the trends to actually stick you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but yeah there's uh there's so much off tendency this season it's crazy dude
1: yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, I mean, with Dallas, uh, you know, I know a lot of the conversation right there about the Cowboys. H- here we are. We're in spin cycle once again. I mean, how did they look when the season started? Just like they did yesterday. And, you know, Dak Prescott doing. But, but you know, they're setting them th- themselves up for a classic Dallas Cowboy crash sure. landing up when they go to when they go to, to, to Philly. So and that's the f- that's the cool thing to where it really is. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen weekly. I mean, it's like, be ready because somebody's going to get upset. I mean, seriously, with Denver, like you were talking about, can you believe... Could you have even fathomed that Denver was going to come out and not only beat? Canada, uh, I had a guy it. on. I had a guy on the Waggon
0: Wire, Al Walsh, a guy that joins us on uh, yep. Chaos Theory. He called it. He was just like, "Look, I'm telling you right now, take the flyer on. The flyer's too good. The returns too good on the Broncos to not take it. I mean, sure, if you wow. put up 100 and you lose, big deal. But your return on that is going to be well worth it, man. He took the flyer on and he had a nice payday. He actually parlayed it, man. Unreal, unreal." Yep.
1: Well, and, and, you know, I, I think a lot of us were – I know I was. I, I was buying Houston, the, the Texans, not oh, the yeah. Oilers that played yesterday, the Texans. I, I was mm-hmm. buying – I was really buying into the Texans. And you look at the matchup that they have right there. Of course, it's a battle of the two, you know, number one draft pick quarterbacks. What's going to happen there? But, I mean, did, did you see that one coming? Yeah. I mean, Carolina. I mean, no, I mean, I, that's what – we we kind of caught it a little bit there. Uh,
0: we thought that this would be the game that Bryce Love would be able to come out and, and actually get his first victory, you know, going up against yeah. – Against the showcase between the rookies there between one and two, but I thought you know was was CJ Stroud playing the way that he was playing nine touchdowns one interception I thought that you know efficient football would prevail but my I mean you just didn't know anything around around the league yesterday in the NFL but let's we'll talk about the NFL here in a little mm-hmm. bit I want to touch on the college uh, forefront here in the college uh, the college landscape um, of course you know we'll we'll talk about Texas but Oklahoma that's kind of been you know the big news in the Big Twelve there they take a seat. Um, Kansas, how about rock chalk, man, Kansas, but Oklahoma went in there with two, 200, almost 270 yards of offense on the ground and they still lost. And like, this is the, and, and then on the flip side, Kansas sits there and runs, you know, runs amok almost, uh, 225, 230 yards on the ground there. So yeah. Uh, to me, you know what we were talking about establishing a run a couple of weeks ago, being able to carve up the damn defense. That was there. That has been there, Rodney. And it's still being like I, I think if you if you want to go out and have more success, balanced success, don't rely on the arms so much. Go out there and lean on your bell cow. That by the way, it's it, he's top five in the nation, Jonathan Brooks. You know what yep. I mean? Now the running backs have the running backs have potential to have that Heisman narrative that we were talking about last week it actually came to or or it could actually come to fruition here but the thing is is like you got Dylan Gabriel out here you know not just you know acting like a damn Heisman candidate right now but hell now you got a you got a chance to actually have um you know the Longhorns take this thing and, and and you know over overshoot the the Sooners here and make you make a push for this to actually get um, solidified as the number one in the big 12 now I know there's like five or six teams that got a tie for this thing Rodney and it's wide open in the big 12 but damn oh you going down Kansas stepping up big time man big time in the big 12
1: well and 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 I mean the prescription is right there I mean Devin Neal 112 yards for Kansas I that's mean, right Dick, was... first uh first CFP tomorrow man that's the first yeah that's right tomorrow, buddy and, and I mean how about Jason Bean you Know he, he gets a start against Texas, dude. and that, that's why I tweeted that, that out. I'm like, that? hey, 45 yards, him. Was that, like, that? Four, at least 45 yards, man? Bootleg, dude. But no one touched him untouched. Four carries, 62 yards. Boom, there you go, right there. Uh, you know, that that I mean, that it was a very impressive win for them. And but but again, this is you know, what we we watched Kansas, uh, Kansas is a good yeah, football they, team, they, we knew that they were studs. But
0: oh yeah, I knew Oklahoma could run the ball too, man. And that was without major. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Walker had
1: himself a day, man. 146 yards. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that right there. And and I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, this is this is where the Big 12 is. And and here's, you know, we're going into the Kansas State week and we'll continue to break it down throughout the week. But you know, Kansas State is you, you know, Kansas State is like, hey, we're still the champs here, and we're getting better. And uh we're kind of under the radar right here. Man, watch these wild. But cats, you gotta dude. take you gotta
0: take the scheme that can or uh you gotta take this the, the scheme that Kansas did yesterday against uh, Oklahoma, yes. right? Yeah. And, and find a way to implement that because you gotta think I, I don't want to get too ahead of our skis here, but you gotta think that this the writing is on the wall to still have us face Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Now I know there's been a heck, you know. A hell of a lot of positive play out of Kansas and Kansas State and and yep. other Big Twelve schools here, but you got to think that the Alphas are going to Alpha towards the latter part of the season, and that Oklahoma and and Texas should find themselves in the Big Twelve championship Rod. Right?
1: You you would think that that that's what's going to happen, but but you know we've still got a little ways to go right here, and and sure. Love th- these ga- yeah yeah and these games. I mean it's the same thing that we're talking about. It's the landscape right now in football. Is you, you just? I mean, you have no idea. I mean, you just. I mean, it, is the Kansas win over Oklahoma? I, I mean, I, I know that that it's Kyle. Uh, Kyle, I don't think that we're allowed no, to to,
0: to scheme that way
1: anymore. In no, football. no.
0: Um, I, I um, love it. I love a pulling guard. I think it's great to have you know a guard get out there and and blow the doors off of a defensive back or an outside linebacker. But uh that that style of play just isn't in Sarkeesian's playbook.
1: No, no, not, you
0: know, I, I would love it. I would do... love to see, you know, nice little trap block or a blast, um, you know, and then maybe a one cut, one cut move by Jonathan Brooks and have him go against the grain and then boom, there he goes to pay dirt, man. Uh, but yeah, that just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be in our playbook. It it does
1: not. How about, how about we just put the Packer sweep on, on roll? Student body left, body right. Over and over, just let it play. It's like you yeah. know, get 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 those big hog mollies out there and go level somebody and get your guy to the outside and and do all of that. I mean, but, look, but hey, look, Kansas, Kansas, they took care of business, dude. Yeah, I mean, they that, made Dylan the Gabriel right
0: they made Dylan Gabriel throw the ball and yep. or they 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 tried to force him to throw the ball and yep. it worked well for for Rock Chalk, man. I think that's the kind of scheme that you need to take or that PK needs to take uh going into this going into the next bout. Uh, but also, let's not get, like I said, let's not get too ahead of our schedule or too ahead of our skis here. Uh, there is a lot of football to play. All right, let's turn to the victory celebration, Right, right? Let's Monday morning Monday morning quarterback this thing. Um, Mr. Malik Murphy, 170 yards on, uh, excuse me, through the air there. Efficient uh, football. I thought, you know, about 100 yards less than what I thought he'd do or what I, you know, predict, predicted him to do. Uh, I was just being very optimistic, Rodney. I wanted to come out here and see – um No restraints, all right. No hinders on on Malik Murphy. I wanted a full playbook for him. Um, and Sarkee, I I thought Sarkeesian showed a lot of compliment or showed a lot of confidence in Malik Murphy. Uh, there was one incident where Malik threw the interception. I can't, I still got to go back. I talked about this yesterday. I got to go back and watch, um, watch the uh, the recap on this to see which wide receiver this was. I can't tell if it was Mitchell or I can't remember if it was Mitchell or if it was worthy. The first interception that Malik threw. Uh, it was like with 10 seconds on the clock and they were rushed they were in a bad situation and I felt like Sarkisian should have notified or should have acknowledged the situation and that he had a first-time quarterback or or a quarterback making his first start there um you know lack of reps not not too much experience but you got to know that he he doesn't see the play clock with less than 10 seconds left or maybe if he does he's going to try and rush something so I think you put I think the coaching staff at that point put Malik in a bad situation to where he felt like he had to force a throw. And by the when you go back and look at the, if you go back and look at the actual play, it doesn't look like the wide receiver. And I can't remember if it was Worthy or Mitchell, but it doesn't look like the wide receiver even knew the ball was coming. It looked like he was actually pass blocking, or at yeah. least that's what I remember. Um, and I, I think it was Worthy. Uh, yeah. But but anyways, that was kind of the only time I really saw bad situational awareness from Malik Murphy, but that still kind of even really wasn't on him. That was on the coaching staff to notify that and, you know, call a timeout and, you know, make sure that the Longhorns get in a better situation. But besides that, I thought he looked great. I thought he throws a – he's got tremendous arm power, man. Uh, Great arm talent. Threw one hell of a slant route to to Mitchell for his second interception – or, excuse me, second touchdown reception. The only thing that I can knock on him, the one – the one touchdown where he aired it out to Mitchell right i mean it looked like he just threw it to the galaxy it looked like yeah. he threw it up to the moon and it felt like it took forever to come down that, that looked That's underthrown probably the only <laughs> thing that i have on him man is that he put a lot of air under the ball um he threw a bullet he he throws bullets when he needs to throw it but he he on that 50-yard vertical strike, he let that thing touch the moon, man. Almost thought that it was going to get intercepted. But, you know, luckily for us, it didn't. Uh, I'm sure they'll touch it. You know, he'll get a better feel going into, into the next week in the Kansas State here. But you got to like what you saw out of uh, Malik Murphy. Efficient football, doing what they need to do. And the checkdowns, Rodney. I haven't even seen Quinn Ewers do checkdowns, right? Looking long and then checking down and hitting Brooks out of the backfield, hitting uh, hitting Sanders on a nice crossing routes in the middle of the mm-hmm. field. I thought Malik Murphy handled it well.
1: Yeah, he, he looked comfortable in the role. And and, and I did like as yeah, the, the back game court, started.
0: Jake, you're right. The back, yeah. That's a nasty habit, throwing off that mm-hmm. back
1: foot. Yeah. As as the game started, I mean, you knew what the first play was going to be. And so, so it is what it is. Get that out of the way and let's go yeah. move it. We told you it was going to happen. Oh yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. But you know, what I really liked about it was you watched you watched them come out and here you are with a first-time starter. You you know in a in a big time game right here. I mean, this was a big time football game. I mean, there's a lot of attention focused in right here. You didn't see an offense that that appeared to be I mean, the offense looked pretty normal to me i mean i didn't see anything different to where you know the the coaching staff and 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 steve appeared to have a lot of confidence that that malik murphy was going to be able to do this job and and that's and he did i mean he really did i mean you you hit the nail on the head to where I mean he came in yeah at times he looked a little uneasy but again it's a different situation for him he came in he looked comfortable he managed the game i know we talk about that a lot right. he managed the game but but i totally agree right there that you see him throwing off of the back foot right there and that's like oh man um but he, here's here's what i take out of this wags i mean i take a lot of things out of this but here he's got he's got a game under his belt he's a man right now He's the man. I mean, we can we can sit here and talk about. Well, you know, when is Quinn yeah, coming he's QB back? QB
0: one, man. He, he's number he, one. You know, he's QB one. You got to be. You got to give him the support. Yes. You got to give him the full support that you would give Quinn Ewers or hell, Arch Manning. If Arch Manning, you know, got the got the spot. Let's keep in mind that this is this is a dude that got hurt when in his freshman season, right? Yep. Um, and then Arch Manning comes in. Uh, you know, one another highly, the most the most highly touted quarterback, the next generation of quarterback here in, a uh, long in, in, in time. Yes. college football and professional yes. quarterback, right? That's what everybody is heralding uh, Arch Manning to be, right? Not to mention you're sitting behind Quinn Ewers, who is one of the highest touted uh, quarterback ratings of all time coming out of high school. So what does Malik Murphy do? His, his testament of character stays at Texas. He earns the spot to be QB one. Why don't you go and invest, you know, return the investment that he gave us and, and, Put support around him. You know, galvanize a team around him and rally around him like uh like that old Dick for Meal said, We're gonna rally around Kurt Warner. Right? Yeah, well, rally around Malik Murphy, man. We got so many toys in the toy chest. Let this go get, let this guy go out there and eat.
1: Yeah. And, and and that's and and I think that you did see like like his teammates. I, I mean, when he did make mistakes, and, and I mean get off his ass. They picked I mean, him up. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And, and I mean, you did, I mean, I mean, the, the the running game was there. I mean, and then you saw him getting more comfortable, man. Sure. You saw him getting more and more comfortable. I mean, with a seam with an outlet, like, like JT Sanders. And I mean, you've, you've got all of these weapons and, and you saw, I mean, you know, when Keelan Robinson is making big plays, I, I mean, it's like, boom, yeah. you know, there he goes 23 yards on a big hitter right there. And that's where you're utilizing all of that. And you are, you're just putting the confidence in your guy to get the job done. And, and I mean, it, it, for this young guy, that that psyche right there where he sees the coaching staff. It's like, look, we're not going to dumb down the offense for you. I mean, you're going to go in, you're going to do the same shit that we've been doing for the last what? Six, seven, eight games, whatever it's been. We're just, we're just continuing. It's just a different guy at the helm. And it's exactly what you're saying. Go in there. Rally around this dude. Keep keep pushing him, man. Mm-hmm. Keep uh keep and, and and just think about it, Wags. He comes out of this one. He, he's got a game under his belt now. Now he's been in real time action. Now he's got a whole week to prepare for an even bigger game. And got, I, I think this dude he's just a good leader. He's just a he's good got twenty five more dropbacks,
0: right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he he had he had eight going into this. He had eight passing attempts coming into this game, and now he's got twenty five more uh to go into Kansas State here. Um. Look, two t- two touchdowns, one interception. I thought the best ball he threw was the uh, the slant, um, the slant route to to Mitchell. There, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, he, you know, he had worthy running off uh, two defenders there. He waited for the progression to um, to, to get free there, and then hit. Hit Mitchell on a on, on a dime through a strike mm-hmm. there. I thought it looked fantastic, but I thought his playmaking decisions uh were was what impressed me the most, man. Not forcing the ball downfield, taking what was available, taking what the defense gave you. There are so many times where Ewers can do that and get like 15 yards hitting his back out of the backfield, but he just elects to try and force something in there or make an ill-advised throw. I didn't see that from Malik Murphy. I thought, matter of fact, I, you know, I thought the style of play that Malik uh, Malik ran out there was was almost damn near what Sark wanted almost a you know um like a breath of fresh air I mean I'm not saying mm-hmm. that uh, please not you know mistake my words here Quinn Ures is is one hell of a quarterback I'm just saying it looked like uh it looked like he was doing everything that that's. Sar- it looked like Malik Murphy was doing everything that Sarkisian wanted to do, and we got some sound from Sarkisian. Of course, uh, we'll hear from him in just a little bit. But I really wanted to just give you guys my first thoughts, my initial impressions of Malik Murphy and how how well yeah. I thought he played in the thirty five to six victory over BYU. And of course, I, I you need it, yeah. help from like your defense and special teams too, Roddy. When you got a, yes. a backup quarterback, right? That's you got to have going. all pistons firing, and I'm not just yes. talking about on offense. You got to have everything cut, galvanized and come together.
1: You you read my mind. I mean, you get a you get a special teams touchdown. You get your defense doing um, I mean, they only allowed six points. I heard Bucky this morning, yeah, a goose egg would have been great. But I mean, you have a defense that had had I mean, they struggled. I mean, we've seen some struggles here They're the last year. They're struggling to get moment. pressure on
0: the quarterback. Let's be real. Right.
1: Right. Right. um, You know, but but we go back to I mean, we can we can break this thing down here for a couple of days before we start looking at Kansas State. You still I mean, 49 percent in the red zone is still a problem. And I mean, that's it seems to be at the goal line. It seems to be where the problem is. I mean, you got to get that part figured out. Um, I mean, personally, I think you've got a quarterback right now with sneaks and all of that. I mean, I think he's better uh, possibly built, uh, could be utilized in that fashion, but that's not up what, to me you do, to a quarterback do. Sneak? Yeah, d- d- lean forward. Fu- I know, bash, right? Like, bash. my God, the
0: guy's 6'4". How, how how big is he? 6'4", 250? Fall. Fall forward, that's that's it. That's literally all you got to do is just lean forward, man. That is, that is all you got to do. And it feels like Jonathan Brooks don't fall backwards either, man. Have Jonathan Brooks lean his big ass on on Malik Murphy and then boom we got five
1: yards right there yeah and and I totally agree with what Buck talks about yeah you, you don't have to bring in the, the jump if you have a jumbo package get a fullback I mean find yeah. a um, yeah like, quit, quit bringing the defensive guys in there man that shit I, I hate that man I, I you know what man uh shit. they
0: don't and I said this in week one right like that's a really cool package to see like the refrigerator package um but every
1: now and then they don't
0: they, they, then. they don't learn how to use technique they don't learn how to block properly right and there's times where they just kind of whiff on their blocks and and the assignments that they are supposed to be blocking make the tackle yeah. in the back in the backfield because they missed their assignment so yeah it's uh, like again, you know how i feel it, on that i know um, dude
1: it's like they tell them run to the run to the line of scrimmage run to the pile just run to the yeah. pile just, just and blow, like a dude just blow, goes. just blow a hole open right No, like and a dude like goes put a hat on a hat yeah, and the dude goes untouched right by him, and you right. get tackled in the backfield every but time. But I wanted
0: to pull every this up again. What Jake said—that's why I don't get what people are wanting. Are or, or, or wanting Arch? Like, why potentially wreck any and all of Malik's confidence for a true for for a true frosh uh, when we know we're gonna uh, we're gonna need him? Can't wait to see Arch play, but come on, no, I'm Jake. You're you know you're speaking to the choir here, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Rodney and I agree, and of course we got of, of course you know. We have sounder, or, or we have sound from you know the pressers, uh, you know asking Sarkeesian why didn't Arch play? Um, and if you're Sarkeesian, if the, if the, if you have to have that in the back of your mind, like why do I have after the performance that Malik Murphy just put out there, why do I have to a- answer this question? Why don't people, you know, grasp the situation that we have? you know, a quarterback like Arch Manning waiting in the wings. And when all we really have to do is just kind of get through a little bit of this storm with a perfectly capable quarterback in Malik Murphy, man. I'm with Jake here. Let the confidence, you know, fill up with Malik Murphy. If you start to even toy with that, you know, thinking that, all right, well, we're going to break Arch in uh, that confidence kind of at least, you know, flails just a little bit there. I think what you're doing, showing the damn support that, um uh, that you have all around Malik Murphy and bringing all the bringing all the uh, the talent around him and to Gallavan and and make his play optimal. I think you're you're showing Malik Murphy everything that he needs to know. And matter of fact, I think he's going to have a better performance against Kansas State.
1: Well, and, and that's why I think that this week it's going to be even more imperative, you know. And we'll have the 11 a.m. presser coming up, and you know that question's going to come up about Arch. But I think that it's even more oh, it's imperative. It's already came than, up. It's already came up, and uh, course, we got Sarke- we got Sounder on it.
0: Like we'll but, hear Sarkeesian answer it, but, but yeah, it's but going it's into ridiculous. this one.
1: I mean, I mean, you're playing, I mean, you're playing, this is going to be a more quality opponent. Um, Like we said, I mean, they're in the fight right there for the big 12 championship. This doesn't even need to be a concern right now. Uh, I mean, it's going to come up and it'll come up today. It'll come up Thursday on the zoom and all that. But man, just, uh, I mean, let's celebrate, let's celebrate and praise what Malik Murphy did because he played a hell of a ball game right there. It was a total team win right there, like like you talked about Wags, and it, it was like when you got the defense doing what they did, when you have special teams doing what they did. Look, you took care of business. Yeah, yeah. There were times where it was a little close. There were, but we struggled on the goal that. line there, Roddy, twice. Two
0: sequences that you couldn't push the ball in on the goal line. And, and going that. back, going back to that, stop getting cute with the damn thing. Line up, goal line situation, hat on hat, just and just move em. mass. Just fucking smash move em. mass.
1: Smash them. They, they need to find – one. I, I don't know all the consultants that Steve Sarkeesian may have, but he needs to find one of these old-school, high-school coaches. I know a bunch of them in Round Rock ISD that can go over there and tell them how to run a fucking goal line play because, because they've been doing this for so long where it's just like, boom. I'm mean, man. It ain't got to be you all know, fancy. The defense did perform lights
0: out, man. PK and, the, and company, um, you know, showing up getting the defense back on that championship level. Let's hear from Sarkeesian on the defensive performance of the Longhorns.
2: Front showed up today, and, and we talked about it. Um, you know, I, like I said, when we put the keys to victory or the what it takes up with, with our with our team and then offense, defense, special teams, um, that was the one of the key bullet points in the game was dominate the line of scrimmage. Um, and when, when, when we play like that, when our front plays like that, then we can be really active in the back end. And I thought that that showed up, you know, with the you a know, couple of big interceptions, the sack fumble there. Um, we had an opportunity maybe at a couple more interceptions there. So it allows us when, when those two things work hand in hand, we're, we're active up front, we're really sticky in coverage, it can make it hard on any offense. It really, you know, it doesn't matter. When a quarterback feels the pocket kind of collapsing um, – and the windows are tight, uh, that, that's when you're playing really good defense. And so they, they go hand in hand. And today uh, I thought was really effective, and it was a variety of guys, a, a lot of different different looks of getting to the quarterback, whether it's Sorrell. Obviously, Jamon Tapp was in there. You, know, you saw Sweat. You saw Murphy. Jalen Ford was affecting the quarterback. Uh, Anthony Hill was affecting the quarterback. Jet Bush uh, had a couple plays there. So it's not like we're relying on one guy. Um, I think, A, the scheme was good. But be uh, like I said, the versatility of the defense showed up tonight. There was a lot of different guys, you know, making plays and, and being active up front.
0: Yeah, and Rodney, when um, when teams go on runs like this and have special seasons and win the you know win the national championship, you usually see scoring on all three sides, all three phases of the ball, whether it be you know defensive interceptions being returned for uh, touchdowns or, you know, special teams, punt returns being returned or kickoff returns. Um, but usually all three phases of the ball score, you're starting to, you're starting to see that come with the Longhorns here a little bit. You're starting to see the defense put up some points or make some things happen. You're starting to see the special teams make some plays happen and put some points up there. Um, and it it happened in, in probably the best time to, to rally and galvanize around, you know, Malik Murphy. Um, I thought what Sarkeesian said about, you know, dominating the line of scrimmage on the defensive front was absolutely the case, right? They, they, they owned BYU's lines. Slovis hardly had any time. As a matter of fact, when you go back and watch this film, you're going to see so many times where Longhorns got held. There was so many Mm -hmm. flags that could have been thrown that weren't thrown. Um, Slovis escaped his, you know, his life because of a lot of holds. I mean, blatant holds right in front of the official that i was like all right come on man like uh, you might have money on the on the damn line here of course big 12 uh, officiating and stuff like that anyways i'm not i'm not gonna sit there and, and, and say what the zebras didn't call uh I just thought that you know a lot more domination could have happened on the on the offensive side of the ball, especially in goal line situations where we struggled in two sequences.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and with the defense right there, I mean Jalen Ford, eleven tackles. I mean you had a couple of quarterback hurries, but you had a lot of quarterback hurries. That was a whole thing there. I don't know, 11, 12. I, I haven't counted them all, but yeah, I mean, there was... was getting on it. I mean they were eating. Yeah. They they were, they were they eating, were. but they were they also were. being held.
0: Like I was, I, I can't I wait know. for people to see how bad this is
1: yeah, this, this is horrible. Um, it, but it's a pattern. I mean, we've, we've watched that. So I, I think that's something else that, uh, I think, uh, you're, you're prepared for at this point to where you're not going to get those calls. So you got to be prepared to be held as sad as that sounds. But I mean, you go back and look at this and kind of going back to what Sark was talking about right there is, is where, where he's talking about all the different contributors on the defensive side. And this is where, you know, we saw it on the offensive side as well. And I think that's a mark of a championship ball club to, to where you do have to, to where it's not one or two guys, you know, if, Jalen Ford has a bad uh, Devondre if Sweat has a bad day. You know we're in trouble. No, because there's other contributors. No, there are other defensive will pick yeah, him up. Yeah, there, there are other guys that are g- going to make stuff happen. And and look, I, I mean, I hate to say that that the Quinn Ewers injury is a good thing because it's not. But how about as we channel this season, as we go on with everything, as as great as this run is for Texas right now, could this be something that that is just something that makes this group stronger because they are rallying around malik murphy at
0: least it appears that it appears that they're galvanized so far with the loss of quinn Ewers, right yeah Uh, so 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 that could be we'll see how it plays out yeah but the offense you still gotta think man the offense struggled of course it took a little bit of a step back without quinn Ewers, right let's hear from sarkisian on the offensive recap of the longhorn
2: uh and i thought offensively you know for malik making his first career start i was really proud of him um you know i we had opportunities there for the game to, to go in a, in a little better direction, a little smoother direction. Um, And and naturally we just didn't finish those drives in the red area. And so, you know, I'd be, I'd be lying. If I didn't tell you there's a level of frustration as it pertains to that. Um, And, and we've got to, we got to continue to dig deep into that and the things that we do well. uh, And how do we emphasize that to, to score more points when we have opportunities to, But but for Malik to come out and play the way that he did, uh, it's unfortunate he had a couple of those turnovers, which you know were, quite frankly, a little bit because we're a little out of rhythm, and I think we can clean some of that rhythm up uh, as he gets a little bit more comfortable um, as we move forward.
0: Okay, so um, again, we you know we heard about you know Malik Murphy bouncing, we heard from Sarkeesian about the you know production error of the offense and how that you know at least it's a good sign for me that he's frustrated rodney uh, you know if he's at least frustrated with his lack of performance and his ineptitude in the goal line situations then double r you know at least he's yeah. he's feeling it a little bit to the to the extent where they got to they got to make a move right they got to yeah. they got to at least stop getting too damn cute with the damn thing and put hat on hat and just move mass man that's it, what i've been is- calling for hopefully that's the direction that they go right you can't be doing jet sweeps with 1 yard to get and get to the damn goal line you just can't my god especially when you have uh studs in in what thickness like loads of ass in your backfield but you know give the guy the damn rock and just push mass man it's not that hard or maybe maybe i'm you know just sitting here in a chair trying to monday monday quarterback this thing a, a little bit way too much rodney I don't know. I I just think that we can simplify this thing instead of, you know, getting misdirections and everything on the goal line here. Just line up hat on hat and just move the damn ball, man. Old school football. Maybe I'm, I'm,
1: you know, he says, he says frustrated. Man, I'm beyond frustrated, I'm concerned. I'm like come on man I mean yeah, there's got to be some
0: concerns with him too you think yeah. right
1: it's like you know we we can we can water cooler this thing and we can talk about how obvious it is which it does appear to be pretty obvious how you fix those those woes right there but you know wags you and I agree on one thing is when you get down over there in the red zone and or, or let's say on the goal line and you're it's second and goal and you're on the 2 yard line and this dude's 5 yards back in the shotgun that 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 2 yard that, that is now second and 7 because you're right, fighting your back. right. And, and, and you're right i mean just just load up i mean play play old school football Get down yes in there.
0: jason loads of ass i'm talking about brooks in the backfield having him just aid the runner a little bit with malik murphy malik murphy 64 250 at least right gotta be loads of ass have it fall forward man
1: well have and, and the other forward. part is the other part, like like Saturday, I mean, if you were if you are controlling the line of scrimmage, which you obviously were doing, um, on defense, on defense, yes, I, I mean th- that that I mean win win the battle in the trenches, and and it just makes. I get it, I, I get the whole thing. I mean, with with the spread offense these days and zone reads and all this stuff. I mean that that's how you operate, but I, I mean. I, I, we're preaching to the choir, dude. Go back and do some old school shit. You know, every now and then that stuff works. And that, that's why I'm telling you with all these high school games that I see. Every now and then they put a dude under center and hand it to the big dude back there, and he follows the biggest ass he can find on the offensive line. And usually he scores. Sometimes usually the
0: power eye works. Sometimes the power eye works, man. That's all I- Isn't it crazy. Isn't it crazy? I know I saw it a couple times on Saturday. I know I saw it a couple times on Saturday. I also want to get everybody's thoughts on some of the best running or some of the best running backs in college football right now some of the best wide receivers, some of the prospects that will be touted into the NFL coming up in the next year, man, there's a, there's a lot more studs that I thought that I didn't, or excuse me. There's a lot more studs that I'm seeing that I did not think that were available or that I did not think that would emerge as talent uh, coming into this year. Uh, But man, it's, uh, again, the performance on the collegiate front is so much better than the production that you're seeing, to me at least, uh, from the NFL gridiron. Let's hear from um, Sarkeesian on Malik Murphy bouncing back from two turnovers. I thought
2: he bounced back great. You know, again, they were a little unorthodox. Both both turnovers were, quite frankly, unfortunate for him. Uh, the first one, um, we had a, a bit of a miscommunication and we didn't get even is. a route from the receiver on the front side. and. Yep. So now he gets a little bit of pressure, and that, that's some of the growing pains as a quarterback is sometimes you gotta eat the ball and take the sack and, and not just kind of try to throw it, um, especially when you're getting hit. The second one, we're in a max protection, and I think our running back and guard kind of run into each other, and we don't block the defensive end. And again, probably had a pretty good chance at a touchdown pass, and so that's some of the growing pains is sometimes you gotta eat it. Now we gotta execute better around him. But the way that he responded from both of those two turnovers, um, I thought were great. You know, Malik's got got really good composure about him. Um, And I think a little bit was the guys wanted to play so well around him. Sometimes you can try a little too hard. You're trying to make up for other stuff. And we just need guys to do their jobs and do their jobs really well. And so, um, but I was proud of Malik in the way that he responded. So, you know, Sarkeesian
0: sitting here saying that he's proud of Malik, proud of Malik. I love it. Um, I'm also I'm proud of Sarkeesian because Sarkeesian could have gone away from Malik Murphy and just handed the ball off to Jonathan Brooks and got very vanilla with his play calling, right? But no, um, going back and having Malik Murphy continue to drop back and throw the damn ball. Rodney, I'm not on that team and I'm not Malik Murphy, but I can I can empathize and I can kind of imagine the feeling that Malik Murphy had after you know seeing those you know those two turnovers or after committing those two turnovers and maybe thinking you know god mm-hmm. is arch coming in you know everybody's been asking mm-hmm. about arch is arch coming in what's Sarkeesian do? hey buddy uh how's your arm you ready to throw again you know let's yeah. let's drop back and let's go win this stand ball game man um yep. having confidence in that and having your your coach come back to you and be like hey you know how are you going just trying to get a vibe uh, of where you're at in the process of your of your state dude that that has to that has to give nothing but but tons of confidence to you right like you've got to sit here and think like with the back burner of arch being in the back of your head and then sarkeesian's coming up to you man hey how you feeling we're coming right back to you you're going to start slinging the rock again dude that has to allow him to continue to eat up confidence and continue to move forward that's why i say man he, he did a great job you know commending commending malik murphy hell i think we should do a great job of commending uh sarkeesian for having the confidence to go back to murphy
1: and, and here's here's what i like kind of back to the arch conversation is yes i saw a comment there where you know when when it's in when it's in trash time yeah maybe put arch in there um i think no, it, i think there's, no, it, need. there's no, no point no and plus and plus here's the whole thing all week everybody was talking about how is malik murphy going to respond how is he in the, in the, taking this job i mean it's now i i think that what not putting arch in even in junk time to me that's like look malik murphy celebrate the game that you play I mean, that that to me from from Steve Sarkeesian was was just a huge confidence thing as well. Talking about with Murphy, no need to put him in. You finished the game. You finished right. the game. You got us to this point. You bounce back from two turnovers and 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 you weren't phased. You came back. You took care of business. You finish the game. This is your team. You, you do the victory formation. Let's a- earn this. You
0: earn this. Let's hear from our friends over at uh, Covered B Cave, real quick, before we hear uh, more from Sarkees. And of course, uh, before we get into Covered B Cave, I got to tell you about my friends at Audiovisual Consultations Tom McKay and the crew, abconsultations.com, 512 255 8678. Always setting the standard in audiovisual automation Uh, since 1988 for 35 years, man. Doing it the best in the Austin, Central Texas area. I got two flat screen 4K televisions behind me where I watch all my sports and all my entertainment. Also got two arcade systems as well. Downstairs, we got a dream system. That way we can watch a little bit of Below Deck or whatever my wife wants to watch. The real housewives of any damn city in the USA. Just all you got to do is turn it on and go to avconsultations.com. 512 25 512-255-8678, the very best in audiovisual consultations. Audiovisual, no doubt about
1: audio. it. go ahead, Rod. That's right, Covert B Cave, and of course, I want to remind you, coming up Friday, Rio Don himself, Ricky Williams, will be there at uh, at Covert B Cave, uh, autographs, pictures, all that cool stuff. Go see a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, very special weekend for him coming up uh, with that eleven a.m. kickoff for the Fox Big Game, uh, Big Noon, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, it's a big, big weekend. Noon for Ricky. Saturday. Big noon Saturday, Smoky Moe's Barbecue, Verde's Mexican Paria. Uh, they'll have your free lunch out there from 12 to 1. Go on out and see Ricky at Covert B Cave. Three state-of-the-art dealerships there in the beautiful Hill Country, out 71. Buick's, GMC's, Cadillac's, Chrysler's, Dodge's, Jeeps, and Ram's. Go check them out. The Ford's and the Chevrolet's uh, in Hutto, out highway, highway 79, and the Ford's and Lincoln's over in Austin. Covert B Caves will also service all makes and models of your family truckster, uh, your regular maintenance. 86 service bays. They're going to get you in and out of there and take care of that in the best fashion for you covert bcave.com, bcave.com. go check out their weekly specials right there you don't need to wait for a holiday you don't need a random holiday new and pre-owned specials every week CovertBcave.com. go see ricky go see dan covert go see bk go see bucky friday all of the folks that are going to be out there it's going to be one hell of a celebration i may try to get out there for that one that's well, gonna me be too cool. yeah yeah I'm, problem, I'm gonna
0: try and take off on friday so i can get my ass out there
1: yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, and remember, as we always say, nobody beats a covert deal. Not now, and sure as hell not ever. The covert family since 1909.
0: You do those things so damn natural, I don't even think you're doing a read. That's why I interrupted you. My bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> I right. thought, thought we were just having a conversation. Hey, by the way, speaking of more conversations with Sarkeesian today on Monday morning uh, of Chaos Theory, here's Sarkeesian on why Arch Manning did not play on Saturday.
2: I wanted to try to find a little more rhythm offensively. Um, you know, we, we just weren't into the flow that I would have liked um, we could have had a chance in there. Maybe we could have punched a couple of those drives in where we got stopped inside the five, um, but we Maybe. didn't. And so to me, it was about making sure we have enough rhythm with, with Malik in there. Um, so again, it's unfortunate. That's why I, you know, I'm always hesitant on those things to say, yes, he's going to go in because now I'm going to get called a liar that I didn't put him in. So um, I just felt like it just wasn't the right the right time today. So hopefully in the future, we can do it.
0: God. And hopefully in the future we don't have to get this damn question anymore. I can't wait for Sarkeesian to just be to just say like, why the hell do you want to see Arch Manning so so yeah. early? Like if we're winning the game with Malik Murphy, why the hell do you want Arch Manning in there? He says, why the hell do I get, Why do I get get, uh, get asked this question every damn time that I'm at a press conference? That's see, what I want to hear Sarkeesian fire back to the damn national pundits or the uh, or the uh, the forty acre pundits here.
1: I like that comment right there. It's like it wasn't. It wasn't the right time. The, the Manning family texts Sarkeesian like, "Don't put him in. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't put him in. <laughs> Keep his ass out of there. You put him in, and he's transferring. That's right. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what. I'm, I'm I mean, pulling him if you put him in there." Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to have this conversation. I mean, and, and, you know, and here's the whole thing, you know, Malik Murphy, I mean, football, we all watch it every freaking week. Malik Murphy is going to struggle at some point. He is going to have some difficulty and it may be against his Kansas state defense. Matter of fact, it is going to be against his Kansas state defense, but you know what you ride your guy, let him go, let, let him. I mean, he bounced back from two early turnovers. Yes. I know it's BYU, but shit. Um, I'm glad yeah, it was BYU. Let's be,
0: let's be real. Like, let's go back to that first turnover that Sarkeesian was talking about. Right, a little bit of miscommunication. I thought Sarkeesian could have owned up a little bit on that, a little bit more. You know, being and, and took the uh, the pressure off his quarterback by saying, "Hey, you know, that's on our coaching staff." With ten seconds to, you know, until uh, you know until the play clock uh, gets to zero here, I thought for sure that we could have we should have called a timeout and put Malik in a better situation. I would have loved to have heard that from coach Sarkisian instead of what we did here. Um, but at least, you know, credit Sarkisian where, where credit's due. He went back to Malik Murphy right away and put confident, instilled confidence, more confidence in him by saying, Hey, we're going to continue to throw the ball. And as a matter of fact, they start, they threw the ball early, Rodney. They, they allowed Malik Murphy to get into a yep. rhythm early. Here's um, Sarkisian on why they started throwing the ball a lot a lot more early, excuse me. Here's and on why they threw a, the ball a lot early on in that game.
2: Sometimes the best way to, to get rid of any of the jitters a guy might have is let him go play. And and not that I didn't think we could run it or not. Um, I, I just feel like, man, when I was a quarterback and, and if my first time I went out there, give me some throws, you know, don't make me wait till it's third and nine and now I have to throw it to try to make a play. And um, I, I thought there were some good throws in there. You know, I, I really... You know, the, the, I like the throw to Xavier kind of deep across the field. We didn't get the pass interference call, but it was a great read by him. You know, he he found AD, um, you know, so th- there were some things in there that, that I think were good for him. And it kind of got him playing football again. And, you know, a week ago when he went in against Houston, he really only had that, you know, the two throws there for an entire right. quarter. And we can't play football just lining up thinking we're going to run it you know, 10 out of 12 plays the whole game and we, we need balance. And so to get him out there and and letting him go play, I thought was good for him. um, And I thought was good for us. And that, you know, there's going to be a lot of growth for him out of it uh, as well as us as a team. 100%. I mean, what,
0: the thing that I take away from that is Sarkeesian Knowing what it's like to be a quarterback, right? Knowing that vibe of a quarterback, right? Knowing to get into a rhythm, knowing that, you know, just just going back and, and completing, you know, the three-step dropbacks and just getting yourself, you know, those five, those five yard passes, those seven-yard passes, just allows you to build confidence, right? And it, it's what it's it's what we were talking about like 10 minutes ago. If you continue to be Manila with your play calling, you're gonna set your quarterback up for even more failure, Rodney. No, no, like no, no. Give him an open playbook and just allow him to go eat. And that's what I love about Sarkeesian. Man. He understands the quarterback philosophy. And he like it really, it really feels like the best interest of our quarterback is with Sarkeesian. It it really is. It's a night and day difference between the Herminator, uh, Mr. Mensa himself, and Sarkeesian. And a-
1: <laughs> and 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 here's the other thing about this. I mean, th- this quarterback room is touted as it has been. That's the way it should be. I mean, I'm not going to say it's plug and play, but it should, and not that it should be seamless. I mean, because you're going to have things that sure, happen, you're going to we have saw that. but that's the way it should be. You shouldn't have to alter the game plan uh, for, for the, for the second team quarterback coming in. And the other thing that I do want to touch on is right there where Sarkeesian's talking about with the, with the first, uh, with the first interception. I mean, let, let's say that even, it, let, let's say it wasn't a miscommunication. Let, let, let's just hypothetically say it wasn't. He comes in and he owns that. And what does that do? Instill confidence in that quarterback. We saw Cade Clubnick getting thrown under the bus last week by his coach for that last play. How do you want and to play for that guy? Do you know, like, how in the hell do you want to play for, for Davo Sweeney now? Yeah. And it's like, dude, you need to get with the times right now. You need to, I mean, this game is changing, man. You need to embrace this NIL, figure out the transfer portal, man. Get yourself out of the damn stone age. But I'm but so b- back to so, beating their <laughs> chest and saying, all oh. me, all me, all me. What yeah. about your players, dog? Yeah, man, uh, I've got a national championship, man. Fuck that! I mean, come on, uh, I mean, and that's that's where I like right there, Sarkeesian. Uh, again, yes, it it seemed to be pretty obvious that it was a miscommunication, but you know what? Owning it right there in public for everybody to hear, you know, Malik Murphy's like well, been a lot better for sure. But, I mean, me. but again, Ronnie, to,
0: to Sark's credit, it, it feels like he is an empathetic quarterback or empathetic coach um, that just understands the quarterback vibe a lot better than most of these coaches do. Or maybe I'm giving him a lot more credit because, you know, he he's on the 40 acres here, but I love what the guy said. Like, there's some things where he, you know, he gives me some coach speak or whatnot, but usually he gives you an authentic answer, a genuine answer. Yeah. And that's what I love about Sarkeesian.
1: Yeah. And he's got his dudes back and, and that's the whole thing right there. And that, I think that's the most important part. And, and I think the whole gist of this conversation that you and I have been rambling on here for the last 45 minutes is that. Building confidence in this young dude that now is QB1 and is going to be QB1 for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I know. I said, well, I hope we come out of this. I hope we come out of this week and it's a quarterback controversy. Who should start? Man, I don't give a damn about that. I'll tell you who should start Malik Murphy because Quinn Ewers is not playing right now. It's pretty obvious this is going to be your guy. Ride him. Quit worrying about Arch Manning. Quit worrying about all that. Just go out, devise a game plan like he did against BYU, and you're going to take care of Kansas State. That's the bottom line.
0: That's beautiful. Well said, man.
1: Hey, let's tell them about our friends at Blue Heron Furniture. Oh man, great Blue Heron Furniture. That's uh, that's some coolest stuff right there. Custom leather furniture furniture company started back in 1991, focusing on heavy leathers, hides, fabrics, ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. And I got to tell you guys, this stuff is absolutely beautiful. You cannot, you will not find anything more stylish, more comfortable, um, or well well built furniture anywhere. And, and I mean, this is like, you know, like we were talking about earlier. I mean, this isn't stuff you send off to the dorm with the kiddo, man. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust this kind of stuff to my daughters over in their dorm. It'd be all jacked up or well, no, it probably wouldn't because this stuff is built so well. There's a link right here in this YouTube description where uh, you can go to our very own Texas sports unfiltered collection, use the promo code Hook 'em. Pretty easy to remember if you're watching this network. Um, if you're look guys, if you're looking for furniture that looks great, I mean, this is where to go. Great blue hair and furniture, 15% off on your first purchase or your purchase when you use that promo code hook them uh click that link for additional information or call them at 866-247-9688 great blue hair and furniture you'll be glad you got together
0: lots of great comments today on the youtube line we appreciate that of course uh or on the youtube chat line of course we also appreciate everybody listening to us mobile on that code text line as well 512-222-9328 appreciate you guys there um, continue to listen to us. We got uh hanging with Harge coming up next. That'll be in just a couple of minutes here. Um, again, man, you guys were fantastic, dude. Love the comments. Um, it's always great on a Monday morning when we can celebrate, right? It's like, of course the vibe is just a lot better coming off of a win than it is with a loss. But remember, it's important to be here for us when days of losses happen. Too. Yeah. Because we need to, we need to lean on each other. We need to rely on each other, man. But anyways, man, strong showing from you guys. Appreciate y'all being here for chaos theory. Um, and, you know, giving the support for Texas Sports Unfiltered. Real quick before we uh, get out of here, man. Um, Kirk Cousins, Torn Achilles on the uh, on the NFL front here. We got Monday Night Football coming up as well that we didn't really get to break into. We got a lot of longhorn talk that we did on Mondays, man. Rightfully yeah. uh breaking it down on a Malik Murphy Monday here. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, a la stage right, gonna be going bye-bye, man. Who do you think the Vikings bring in to kind of supplement this loss?
1: <laughs> uh, they better hurry, uh, because trade deadlines tomorrow. Um, I mean, you're going to hear all, the, you're going to hear all the usual suspects that you heard from the jets. I mean, Colt McCoy, uh, I mean, could, Dallas be losing and- the could, could Cooper Rush be leaving Dallas, man. Uh, um, you Dallas know, has a, know. Dallas
0: has a lot. Dallas has four quarterbacks.
1: Well, and, and, and do you think right now the 49ers are thinking, man, why, why do we let our dude go? Why do we trade that dude to Dallas? I mean, we may be able to get him in here, you know, with everything going on there. But Sheriff. I don't know, man.
2: Sheriff's it, back
0: in town.
1: Colt McCoy's coming. There it is. Colt McCoy. The Colt is coming back. Guns ablazing to go. To is, going to that, the Midwest. That's one
0: of the best viable options out there to have Colt McCoy, right? I think the, I think the Vikings brought him in at the beginning of the year after, yeah. you know, he, he had a little bit of a – a fallout with uh, arizona there so i think you know colt's looking for a home and he is a well-ventured quarterback a journeyman man he knows how to get the job done the dude just colt can win everybody knows yeah. that especially with the toys and talent around him that the vikings have yeah and Colt in that situation or put colt in that situation i'm sure colt can get it done hey Case case keenum that's another name that's been touted out too man we'll have to put we'll to break that down the landscape yeah in the NFL yeah. gridiron is going Dude, to be – It's haywire. Especially around it's Halloween, haywire. man. Hey, look, yeah. trick or treat, you think it's going to get spooky? It's going to get real spooky in the NFL, man.
1: Yeah. Who does Minnesota get in their little Halloween basket as their quarterback? And Colt's great. I mean, here's the thing. You know, Colt, uh, I mean, he, he may get banged up, but if you can get two or three starts out of him, I mean, that that's a hell of a good start right there uh, with, with Colt McCoy.
0: Yeah, um, again, man, knee-jerk reactions. There is going to be a lot of landscape shifting going around with the NFL. I can't wait to see it. Make sure you're checking up on Chaos Theory and the rest of Texas Sports Unfiltered to keep you apprised of all the news on the gridiron as well, not just on the NFL, but on the collegiate front as well. Hey, reminder, get on out there this Friday, man. Ricky Williams, run, Ricky, run. That's going to be out there. Make sure you guys have a good uh, pregame show as well, man. Hey, it's going to be a fun time. We'll be breaking all that down, dude, so... uh. You know, lots, lots to unfold during the week. But you know what time it is, man. It is 11 o'clock. That means it's time to bring on our guy, Hardball Harge. It is time for Hanging with Harge. I think the background's getting switched up, and we bring on our dude right now. There, there he is. is. Rocking Boom. the scully because it's cold everywhere, man. Did you turn the heat on? Tracy yeah, won't you let turn the heat on?
1: on. I did. I can't turn it on. We Tracy did. won't
0: let him put the heat on. What the hell is that?
1: Hey, hey, better mount up, brother. You better mount <laughs> up, <my> man. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, right, you, we got to go Everybody, everybody now, I'll throw you, you uh, out
0: for watching chaos theory, man. Thank you guys so much. We got to roll.